0: A Savior, who is Lord and Christ. Luke 210 11 and KJV. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people. 11 For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. God overflowed with joy and excitement at the birth of his only begotten Son, so he sent a celestial delegation to share the thrilling news with some true shepherds. An angel announced it. Then a multitude of the heavenly host joined him to praise God and declare his glory. See, Luke 2 8, 14. In the middle of all this celebration, the angel explained that a Savior was born that day in the city of David. What did he mean by the word Savior? Interestingly, when the angels spoke to Joseph in a dream about this baby, this is how he put it. Matthew 1:21 NKJV, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Here we see why Jesus was called Saviour, even before his birth, and this reveals what God had in mind for Jesus' mission to earth. He will save his people from their sins. Of course the phrase, his people, is laden with intrigue and the promise of profound revelation. It therefore draws us into deeper study to investigate its meaning. On the surface, his people, sounds like it refers to the Jews, as his mother and stepfather were Jewish. However, Later Jesus expanded this when he said, John 10 14, 16 and KJV, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and am known by my own, 16, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold; them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Our Lord didn't say, my sheep are the Jews. neither did he limit by race or location those who could qualify, he simply said, other sheep I have. Not of this fold, therefore, we can all potentially be Jesus's own sheep. How do we know when we meet the criteria for this? John 10 27 NKJV. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Jesus says that we are his sheep when we hear his voice and follow. In other words, when we hear and obey by faith, through the Apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit further clarified Jesus's ownership of those who hear and follow, making us his people. 1 Corinthians 3 23 NKJV, and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's, you are Christ's, this phrase implies ownership as the following passage explains, 1 Corinthians 619 19 20 NKJV, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own, 20, for you are bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, so when the angel says, his people, he means those Jesus purchased with his blood, we, the redeemed, so, all who put their faith in Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection, and who press in to hear his voice, and who obediently follow what he says, are his people, they are the ones for whom Jesus is saviour, they are the ones he saves from their sins, for them, Jesus truly is Lord, their controller and owner, in our opening passage today, the angel went on to say, Luke two eleven 11 and KJV, who is Christ the Lord, as in the words of the Christmas carol, Silent Night. Jesus was both Lord and Christ at his birth. Being absolute controller in God's anointed one wasn't something Jesus had to deserve, earn, or work for. His father assigned these roles, functions, and titles to him at his birth, independent of anything he had done, or would do. After all, a baby hasn't yet done anything good, bad, indifferent, or deserving. Similarly, when you received Jesus's new birth, you became his, and simultaneously, without having to earn it or deserve it, you were endowed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. F1-3. You were given a new identity, along with righteousness, life, peace, joy, the Holy Spirit, adoption, your name in heaven, forgiveness, inheritance, a new assignment, gifts, endowments with power, and anointing for what he has called you to be and do. Wow. Just like baby Jesus, at your birth you are in him and a sharer in all that he has. Romans 8 14, 17 NLT For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. 15 So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's Spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. 16 for His Spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. 17. And since we are His children, we are His heirs. In fact, together with Christ we are heirs of God's glory, but if we are to share His glory, we must also share His suffering. Today, let's freshly recognize Jesus, born Lord and Christ, anointed and in charge by His Father's decree, but who suffered to enact His role as our Savior. Remember, that if you are in Christ, born again, Hearing his voice and obediently following him, you are his, you are not your own. When you were born again, independently of any good works you had done or will ever do, you were loved, adopted, called, and appointed. You have inherited every spiritual blessing in Christ, but are also called to share his suffering so you can truly identify with and represent Jesus in his role as Savior. In other words, your sufferings with Jesus are part of what it takes to reach out in His name to help hurting and estranged humanity. Ephesians 1 3 NLT All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. Colossians 1:24 NKJV I now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ, for the sake of His body, which is the Church.